Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here, and today we have to talk about American big tech production because it's slowly leaving China, and this may have some huge ramifications for the future of the economy. I think this was really interesting. Now this is coming from the New York Times by Desuke Wakabayashi, Wakabayashi, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, I apologize if I'm not, and Trip Mickle, a little easier for me to pronounce. Now here's what's going on. In the upcoming weeks, both Apple and Google are about to unveil their latest generation of smartphones. They always have the big unveil, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the thing. One of the most significant changes will go largely unnoticed by everybody. Some of these phones, both Google Pixel and iPhone, will not be made in China. A very small portion of Apple's latest iPhones will be made in India, and a part of Google's newest Pixel phone production has been moved to Vietnam, according to people familiar with all of this. Now, the shift in response to growing concerns about geopolitical tensions, as well as a pandemic-induced supply chain disruptions that have involved China are basically at play here uh, because obviously these are huge things. We've all seen disruptions in our supply chains, whether it's been food to supermarkets or you know uh, delay flights because they can't drive the fuel to the airfields literally i got a i got a cancellation due to that last year we've seen these things now in tech though china has always or not i shouldn't say always but long been the world's most dominant player for high-tech electronic production it's basically been unrivaled in its ability to secure legions of high-skilled workers and production cap uh, capacity to handle high demand uh, for basically for the next upcoming big thing in devices and that's true. Now, you could also argue, because uh, recently the United Nations just pointed out that uh, China may be uh, creating or may be doing human rights violations with their Uyghur population. And so China obviously has good labor because they can force their labor in a lot of ways. But here's the thing. American companies are seeing more of a risk in China now. And that's a perspective that started under uh, basically the Trump era trade war. Uh, basically, and I quote the New York Times, with its tit-for-tat tariffs and cemented by China's saber-rattling after Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan last month. If you recall, China was not too happy that the third most powerful person in the U.S. government was flying to Taiwan to solidify relationships and decided to play a whole bunch of war games and drills all around that island. Now, basically, big tech is fearing that basing a supply chain largely in China may put them in the middle of its escalating conflict with the United States over Taiwan. And for the record, China is still by far the most dominant consumer electronics manufacturer, but it's not just smartphone production that's moving out of the country. Apple is producing iPads now in northern Vietnam. Microsoft is shipping Xbox game consoles uh, basically from their factories now in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Amazon has been making their Fire TV devices in Chennai, India, and several years ago, all of these products were actually being made in China. So as big tech is looking for this uh, and this diversification, they are slowly pulling out of China, moving to India, Vietnam, other places as well, like Thailand. Now, this past Wednesday, yesterday, China announced that factory activity had contracted for the second straight month in August, according to the country's closely watched survey of purchasing managers. Now, the fracturing supply chain is rippling across Asia, causing a spike in industrial land prices in Vietnam. Obviously, if Vietnam is becoming a hot commodity for production, values on land are going to go up. It's also a revival of manufacturing in Malaysia and a surge in demand for low-wage workers in India. India, being the second most populous country, would also have a large population that they could train and then put into manufacturing, similar to how China, who is the largest population in the world, uh, has. Now, for China, it is siphoning away manufacturing activity when the country is now reeling from its slowest economic growth in decades. And as mentioned before, Apple plans now to assemble 
and package a small fraction of basically the iPhone 14. This will be the newest model. Uh, that is their flagship device as well. And they're doing this in India now for the first time. And while most of the initial and most critical production for that device are still happening in China, Apple will move some of its overall iPhone production to India, uh, basically mainly as a way to assess the ability for future manufacturing there, according to people with insight into that. Now, even as Apple is pushing ahead with these plans, Apple obviously is very careful not to antagonize China's ruling Communist Party since the vast majority of its products are still made there. Not to mention, and this is something the New York Times article really didn't mention, was that China is a huge market for Apple, Google, big tech, all those kinds of things. Outside of the platforms like uh, Google searching, which they have, but it's very heavily censored. They don't allow Facebooks and Twitter and all of that, but everybody wants an iPhone. I have been to the iPhone store in Wangfu Jing, uh, which is the center district, one of the center districts in Beijing, China, and it is the largest iPhone store I have ever seen in my life. It's like four or five levels. It is huge, unbelievable. So Apple has a huge presence there. Now, as Basically, China was carrying out military drills around Taiwan. As I mentioned during uh, Speaker Pelosi's visit, Apple reminded its Taiwanese suppliers to label components destined for China as made in Chinese Taipei or Taiwan, China, according to the Nikkei, uh, Japan's newspaper. And to finish off, I quote directly, as I've been paraphrasing, this article pretty heavily, but I quote directly, so far, the biggest beneficiary of wariness over China has been Vietnam. And I think that's going to be a very interesting thing to see in the future, because Vietnam oftentimes has been looked at as almost a vassal state of China. Vietnam, obviously Chinese, or not Chinese, is communist, um, and they have been taking a lot of the education and modeling of the communist Chinese, especially in their surveillance side of things, and putting that on their their population. The censored Chinese uh, internet, basically the Great Firewall, uh, officials in Vietnam have been learning from the Chinese model of how to censor the internet, filter all those things out as well. But obviously there's a manufacturing base in Vietnam, as there is in many other places like Malaysia, Thailand, India obviously is a huge one as well. And so if we are starting to outsource things to China uh, from China to these other areas in the region... The question is, <clears throat> what exactly is going to happen? That is obviously going to lower things like the GDP of China over the long term uh, if they don't find a way to keep these things uh, you know, in-house in some way, shape, or form. And how are you going to do that, let's say, without lowering prices or getting more slave labor or becoming possibly a pariah for doing those things on the world stage? So this puts China, I think, in the long term in a pretty precarious situation, and we're going to see how they react. They have continued to pour money into expanding their military, expanding their naval exercises. Uh, basically, they've poured a ton of money into the Belt and Road initiative as well to make inroads into other countries to basically uh, create their own, I don't want to say vassal states, but their own alliances, uh, you know, that that basically allow them to be the de- uh, uh, dominant economic player in a lot of these smaller countries. So we're going to see where this goes. But If they lose the manufacturing base, which is one of the primary drivers of essentially their wealth, that's going to be a huge problem. It's also going to be a big boost to India, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, and all of the others around them. And that is a shift, I think, in economic power that China does not want to see in the long run. So we'll see how they react. This is a huge thing. And that is your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.